Welcome to Living Truth Ministry Church as we listen in to Pastor Daniel Bome teach on the Word of God. I want to take you on a journey. Uh, I'm going to be teaching you on faith. I am going to be teaching you on faith. What it's all about. I have heard a lot of people talk about faith. I've heard a lot of people even preached about it. It's a wonder to me when you hear something wrong. And then you look at them and say, I now know why you're having problems. Ladies and gentlemen, there is something called faith. I am going to show you what faith is all about. I'm going to be talking to you about faith versus sight. Faith versus hope. And I'll also be teaching you faith as a gift. Faith as a fruit. Faith to live by. Because many people live out of faith. How faith comes, I'm going to show you how it comes. How to confess faith that works. How to work out your own faith. Or how to grow your faith. Why is it that your faith must be tested? Why is it that God talks about the measure of faith? Why is it that God have different measures of faith? How faith can undo your fall in life? It's a long journey from today, but if I start teaching you bit by bit, I will get there. One of the greatest uh, episodes of life, or great, greatest confrontation of life, or one of the greatest breakthrough in life, is not when you have money. It can dry up. It's not having success. It can disappear. It's the ability to channel faith and get results from God consistently. So I am going to be talking about what's the difference between faith versus sight. Why is it that the believer does not work by sight but works by faith? What is the difference between faith and hope? What's the difference? Why is it that faith is a gift? The Bible says there are gifts, they give, they give they are gift of faith. When he talks about faith, faith as one of the power gifts. Why is it that faith is a fruit of the spirit? How faith comes 
What can kill your faith? How do Christians confess faith? Because many of us are confessing it wrongly. Why is it that when you confess your own, your own turns against you? We are going to check some things that are being done. The confession of faith. Why is it that your faith, you have to work on it? Because the Bible says, work out your salvation. Within your salvation, what holds that salvation? Because many of the time, many of us think that because we are saved, everything will be okay. No. There are things you have to work out. There are things you have to uproot. There are things you have to plant in your faith. There are nine things you have to plant into your faith as a Christian. To make your faith solid, strong. Again, we start. When the storm comes, even though it shakes your boat, it doesn't shake you out of the boat. Why is it that some battles that don't fight, just look at it and the battles collapse? And several times some battle come, I just look at it and it's scattered on its own. I will show you what you do with faith when the battle. It's not God did not make you to fight battles. It's your faith that fights the battle. Why is it that your battles, when you fight them, you don't come as successful? Why is that some battles you fight, it almost take you away? Why is it that battles repeat themselves? I will show you what your faith is not doing well. Because the journey of faith is the journey, the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible. That is to say that God is looking for something in that faith to please him. And many of us don't have it. And if we have it, we don't know we own we have it. And if we have it, we don't know how to activate it. If we activate it, we don't know when to stop and wait for it to respond. Because I said to you one time ago, I said, faith is a person. Now, we are going to talk about how faith is tested. Why is it that when your faith is tested, you cry? Why is it that other people, when their faith is strong, when they are tested, they say, oh, and don't do anything about it? And the problem is solved. Why is it that God tests our faith or allow the devil to touch a part of you to see if truly you are in him or just playing the game of faith? Why is it that God gives different people measures of faith? I will explain where, where a leader is in terms of faith, where your faith should be, where your faith should be. If your faith is not there, you need to reconsider why your faith is not there. Because one of the things that that has invaded the church today is the ability to just believe anything and don't test it. If you don't test it, because Jesus said, I do what I what? I see my father do that. He tested it and it worked for him. Why is it that it worked for Jesus but it's not working for you? There must be a disconnect somewhere. And that disconnect is faith. Why is it that most of the, you find that most of the things I talk about, I get them. How do I come to the place where I get every, because right now I'm in the stage where I, I, I'm, I'm very careful what I think because I think I get it. Why is it that God did not put faith in your mind but put hope in your mind? 
all of that I will be showing you. But I have to lay a foundation to the faith journey. Why is it that faith undergoes test? Why is it that your faith has to be tested? Why, why do people say, I go through the test of faith? This whole thing about God is not a, a mystic or a, myst, a mystic or a, 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 a thing that we practice. Christians are practicing spiritism. That's why faith does not work. So how do you balance God, faith, promise, and his work? Because every Christian has a work with God. It's a work out your own. That means work out your faith with what? Fear and with what? What it means is this, that it's a journey. It's a lifetime journey. That's why if you were where you are last year, and you are still there. Something, something don't sit down and speak in tongues. Know that there are some things you have not taken out of your faith journey that is hindering your faith journey from moving forward. And when if your faith is not producing results that are equal to the grace God gave you, something is disconnecting it. Most times it's not the devil. Now, my people perish for what? Lack of knowledge. Why is it that some the Bible says you will fall seven times? And what right is this? What brings you up from the dust? It's faith. It's not willpower. Many people think that it's willpower that brought me. It's not. Let's get this thing straight. Because if you get it straight, things just works for you. Why is it that when God speaks, your spirit is trembling? Rather than your spirit accepting the instruction. It's a journey. I want to lay some foundation here before I move one step forward. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Hebrews 11 1. Hebrews 11.1 I am going to show you some things that I want you to pay attention to. Hebrew 11.1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Verse 2 for by it the elders obtained a good report. Verse 3. Through faith we understand that the world were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which would. Do appear. Let me give you an example. In verse 4, it says, By faith, Abel offered unto God a more what? Read your Bible, look at your Bible. Excellent word than who? By which he obtained what? That he was what? 
God what? Testifying of what? And by it he being dead, yet what? He still speak. The journey of faith is a spiritual journey, number one. Write that down. The journey of faith is a spiritual journey. The journey of faith is a spiritual journey. The journey of faith is a spiritual journey. Your faith is born through regeneration. Your faith is born through regeneration. Now, that means that your faith is born when you are born again. Faith is a spiritual thing, not a mind thing. That's why it's called regeneration. Your faith is born through regeneration. And regeneration means what? Being born again. Being born again, the book of John chapter 3, verse 3, he said, except a man be born again, he cannot what? See the kingdom of God. Then he goes further, he says, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter. That is, there are people today in the church that they are only seeing the kingdom that they will enter. There are people who just see God's kingdom, but they will not enter. I will be explaining that in when I'll be talking about the measure of faith. On people who just only see the kingdom, they won't enter. And it's God has given a clear instruction. It's just that many have not read the Bible to see that it's there. Most times, many people see the kingdom, but they won't enter. And the scripture gives us, if the scripture explains to us about being born again, you will see. And if being born again, you will enter. It means there were certain things you need to do to enter. And there are certain things you do, you see the kingdom. Yeah, you can see the kingdom all you want to, but your number one, your ultimate goal is to enter that kingdom. The word of God introduces man to faith. Write that down. The word of God introduces man to faith. How do I know? In Romans chapter 10, write that down, I'll read for you, verse 17, Romans 10, 17. It says, so then faith cometh. The word cometh means God will make room for words of faith to come to you. The word comet, write that down, means that God will make room for his words to come to you. Faith comet. It means God will make room for his word to come to you. That's why I say faith comet by hearing. Now, your part is to hear it. And he said, by hearing, by word. It means that you have to compare it with the word of God, with your scriptures. You cannot hear something and just sit down. You have to compare it. Many of us hear scripture and don't see where it is. Where do I make my reference? 
when you make that reference, it connects you to the hearing of God. Many of us, this is the thing that I, I, I've been noting. Somebody quotes the scripture and says, where is it? Maybe they even give you and then you write it down. But you don't go to look. Bible says, search the scripture in them. That is within the scripture you find on your own. That's where you discover your life. Your life is transformed or changed based on what you discover. Write that down. Your life is changed based on what you discover. Based on what you discover. Your life is forever changed based on what you discover. Some discover partial truth. Some discover partial truth. I pray that that's not your portion. And some discover the whole truth. Faith is a personality. Write that down. Faith is a personality. Faith is a personality. I defined faith one time when a lot of you were saying, you never thought about faith. And I defined it. I just spoke on the, the surface of it. I want to go deep, very deep. I'm going to go very deep. I said to us that day, I said, faith is father assurance in the heavens. The key there is the assurance. What is assurance? Assurance means there is an agreement that that thing which was said is real or is true. Faith is a personality. Whoa. Why? The personality is God. If you miss this part, you will not understand faith. The personality there is God. Faith is a personality. That personality is God. Why? The Bible says, until ye are converted, you will not work. You will not enter in God's kingdom. What God is saying is this, right? God has to rebirth in you, him. But that person that he rebirths in you, it is the personality that he wants you to have. I will explain this because if I don't get this, you won't understand faith at all. Faith is a personality. What I mean personality, when we say personality, it has characteristics. Right? When we say personality, it has a nature. Right? It has a character. Right? That is saying that God's nature is put inside you. And because that nature is put inside of you, he has to develop himself as a person, as a little child. That's how I advise until you be converted and be like a little child, you cannot enter. No, no Christian enters the kingdom of God as an adult. 
You start as a child. You grow in grace. It is your faith that establishes you in God. Not you. As I most, when I was talking earlier on, I was saying, people are too opinionated. That's why God does not like you. Some areas of, somebody say, you made a wrong statement. That's the truth. Let me explain something about God. God is the one that paid the price for you. Why will he share you with your opinion? He tried that in the garden. You failed him. Why will he give you another opportunity? But somebody said, but do I need to tell God I have to brush my mouth? No. There are certain things that you're, when you train yourself to do, you do it. But things you, you have to acknowledge. The Bible says you have to acknowledge. Acknowledge means you have to go back and ask him, am I doing this at the right time? That's what that word. Acknowledge means that you are trying to this thing I am doing right now, does it please you? That's acknowledging. Sometimes you might wake up in the morning and you've not brushed your mouth, not even say anything. God said, put your knees on here and talk to me. Because he saved you. A, person, a personality has his own ideas. And the idea of God is his word. God is not far from his word. God is not far. Write that down from his word. If they miss this, they won't get this, this faith thing. That's why I'm, I was taking my time not to go too fast. Spiritual personality is developed through spiritual exercise. Your spiritual personality is developed through spiritual exercise. Now, I'm going to explain something. In Hebrew 11, verse 1, I want to explain that verse. Now, N-O-W. Now. Faith. Faith is a noun. N-O-U-N. Faith is a noun. What is a noun? A noun is the name of... Faith is a person, place, and a thing. I repeat. Faith is what? Person place, and thing. Person, God. Place, heaven. Thing, promise. I repeat again. Faith is a noun. And noun means person, place, and thing. Without a place, a person cannot exist. Without a thing, that place cannot be identified. And without a person, a place and a thing cannot exist. Because it takes a person to inhabit a place to develop a thing. So faith is a noun. And as if God is telling you that God is saying, you should understand me first. And let me zero this. Your relationship with God is what accelerates your faith. 
Write that down. Your relationship with God is what accelerates your faith. And relationship is built by communication. A child of God without communication is someone in a relationship without understanding. Now we understand that faith is a now. Faith is what? Three things. What? I want you to, if you if it's zero, you get this. If you can get this, the next statement will not confuse you. Faith is what? Say it louder. I want you to say it from your spirit. Faith is what? Let me give you an example. I want to use an example here, okay? When I talk about faith, it's a person to me first. It's God. That person, I will explain that three. That person is God. And God revealed his person through his son. For God so loved the world that he gave his word. Talk to me, come on. That whosoever word shall not word, but word. That means that faith lives in a person. Faith carries a person. Because how many of you know that you could dictate somebody's personality by what they do? Personality have a nature. The next thing about Faith is there. It talks about a place, right? The next thing after God called Abraham and Abraham followed him obedient, God had to give him something called property, called land. And so the first thing God promised living through church was not people, was land. That's why we have this big place. Because there must be a place that identifies you and I. Then, the next thing that follows it is what? Called thing, right? The thing that makes up that place. That it's characterized by, if you go to Living Truth Ministry, this is what you're going to find there. You're going to find the main sanctuary. You're going to find offices. You're going to find the fellowship hall. You're going to find classroom. That, that defines the place, right? So, when you talk about faith, you're talking about those three things together in one. Person, place, and what? And thing. Now, I'm going to go one step forward. It says faith is the substance. What is a substance? A substance is a provision. A substance is a provision. God cannot give you faith without provision. This is the thing that really makes me get angry with some of you. And I hear you talk. If your faith has not discovered a personality, how can God give you something that identifies it? That's why he's first interested in developing the personality in you first. 
substance is the provision. If you know, if you look at that word substance, that word substance means something that exists. That was why when God called Adam, God gave Adam what is called a garden to manage. Faith is not just a personality, it's a substance. Why is faith a substance? Faith must have something to tell somebody else that this is me here. Now, let's look at the next word. It says, faith is the substance of things hoped. What? The word hope means expectation. Hope means expectation. Expectation means what you are looking forward to get. How many of you are looking forward to get the blessings that God has promised you? Faith is the first foundation. It's not hope. Somebody say, I hope. Hope does not bring anything. Hope is what happens after faith has been released. I will go into that thing later on, not now. Then it goes further to say, the evidence of things what? Evidence means proof. You don't see faith, but you know faith exists. Number one, I'm going to show us two scriptures before I move forward. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. Write that down. Matthew 19, 26. Mark 9, 23. If you don't get anything here today, get this scripture because it will bless you. I'm excited. After God said to me, it's time to teach my church faith. I was so excited. Because some teachings, I don't teach it until he asks me to do. Somebody just say, oh, my topic today is faith. I don't do that. That's how the first thing I taught here in the United States was not faith. Because when I was watching everybody, I said, this is confusion, not faith. When you see some people now, if you say you have faith, right? There is a level of faith you can operate in. And somebody say, that's faith. How many of you know that? Because if your faith is not operating, what is it called? It's confusion. Let me show you this. In Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. 26. Matthew 9, 26. It says, But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men. What is that? Talk to me. You should be opening your Bible and read with me. Matthew 19.26. 19.26. He said, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men. This is what? But with God. I want you to shout that. With God. Shouted with God. Now let me show you another one. Nine, Mark 9.23. Mark 9.23. Mark 9.23. Say, Jesus said unto them, If that kindness, what? What happens? What? Why did it change from believe 
to believe it. If you get this, you understand how faith works. Faith is connected to two different worlds. Faith is connected to two different worlds. Number one, faith is connected to the internal world. Number one, faith is connected to the internal world. Number two, faith is connected to the invisible world. How many of you remember that when we read the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, it said faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things what? Not seen. In the unseen world, there are two worlds there. Two. Internal and invisible. Now, in the internal world, that's where God stays. That's where God lives. Faith has the power to get there. That's why the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, it says, come boldly before who? The throne of grace. Where you obtain where? Help in what? Turn to your neighbor and say, faith works. Turn to somebody else and tell them that. Shout that word. Say boldly. Go tell somebody. Go tell somebody. Go tell some, tell five different persons. Go tell five different persons. Make sure you shout it. Faith works. Say boldly. Say it like you know it. Tell five different persons if you have. Tell them faith works. I say say it. Shout it. Say boldly. Okay, take your seat. This faith connects into two realms. Internal and the invisible. I'm going to give you, number one, I, I said internal. Internal in the sense that in Hebrew chapter 4, write that down. Hebrew chapter 4, verse 16, I will read. It says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we will obtain mercy and find grace. To help in time of need. That is great faith. Goes into God's internal realm. The internal realm of God. Is different from the invisible realm. I'm going to show you. 